Welcome to Financial Fridays. I'm Bob Gustafson, a certified financial planner and the owner of the Triton Financial Group. Each episode is an excerpt from my radio show, The Financial Focus, where we answer questions from our listeners. Our goal is to help you increase your financial knowledge through these conversations of 10 minutes or less. Uh, Hi, Bob. I'm beginning my estate planning and wondering what are some of the things I need to remember? (laughs) What are some of the things you need to think about when you do your estate plan? Well, the good thing is you're thinking about doing your estate planning because, you know, in my 30-ish year career, I have found that people really don't like to think about estate planning, John. They really don't. I mean, it's not exactly exciting thinking about your death, right? Who wants to talk about that? Hey, honey, let's go to the beach and talk about dying today and make some plans. We'll grab a bottle of wine and a couple of roast beef sandwiches on the way. How does that sound? No, nobody... Nobody wants to think about estate planning, but it's something that's really important to do. And I think one of the first things you want to do is just, you know, start thinking about what you want. How do you want to leave your estate? How do you want to protect assets? What are some of the things you do? And have a really good, you know, really good written summary on the things you want to do. And the reason you want to do that is because you're going to need a good attorney to go to to set up your estate. So, you know, the more well thought out what you want to do is the more effective those meetings are going to go and the quicker you can get through your estate plan. One thing in particular I will tell you that it's one of the easier things to do, at least on the damage control side. And, John, we talk about this every so often. But usually one spouse is, you know, in a, in a marriage, one spouse is more financially astute and sophisticated than the other. The old, you know, opposites attract type of thing seems to be fairly prevalent. For the person who is dealing with all the financial matters, one of the most important things to do is you keep your information on a computer, make sure you have your passwords written down so if something does happen to you, your spouse can actually get access to information, find out where the accounts are, the bills. We've been running into situations uh, quite frequently over the past 10 years where the, 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 the spouse who's handled the, handling the finances more often leaves the other spouse in a rough situation because we can't get access to, you know, uh, the passwords to get to the data. So keep that in mind. And at the very least, share the passwords so the remaining spouse will at least know where things are. I think that's where you start. But have long conversations about what you want to accomplish. Write everything down. um, And then hire a competent attorney to help you get where you want to go. That's the key. But just the fact that you're starting to think about it, I think that's really important. Um, interestingly, John, uh, whenever there's a, like a, you know, a big, uh, big concern in the general public, you start finding people thinking about estate planning more. For example, the whole COVID thing, uh, very interesting, causes people to think about their own mortality. And they've actually been a big uptick on estate plans this year. And interestingly, you'd expect that for the older generation, but actually millennials the number of millennials actually doing estate planning has tripled in the last year. So, what is uh, what qualifies as a millennial, Bob? What year? Oh, that's year? a good question. I, I don't mean, know. So you're talking people in their 30s? E, 30, yeah, actually 30s. Yeah, uh, 30s and in to I think late 20s maybe. Right. Late 30s to so late, late 20s, 20s uh, somewhere. Uh, that seems early to be talking about estate planning since you may not have amassed much uh house all isn't that going to change a lot assuming you live to be 70 75 80 years old 
Yeah, but you know, your estate plane, you never know when you're going to drop dead. Could happen any time. Look at, look at COVID, right? I think we, we both have a friend right now that's on a respirator um, as a result of, of something like that. So, you know, people recognize, you know, we could, you know, pass at any time and something like COVID comes around, it reminds you of your own possible mortality. As much as I hate to think about right. it. Right. I guess I'm just thinking about myself when I was, say, 28, where all I had was a car worth about a thousand bucks and a few hundred in the bank, but uh, not everybody is like that, I guess. <laughs> and don't forget the 12-pack in the back seat, John. Oh, yes. <laughs> it was an 8-pack by the time I uh, finished the sentence. But there you yes. go. <laughs> but uh, no, so, you know, uh, estate planning is very important, especially the older you get, but you know what? You really should be thinking about estate planning all the time and in, in dealing with this with a lot of clients and helping them with attorneys and dealing with all kinds of attorneys and such, uh, you know, mo- you, the, one of the better things you can do is, is write down what you want to accomplish, bring all your financial information with you in a, in a clear, concise package, you know, so it's easily discernible for the attorney. Uh, and make sure you write down your password so if something does happen to you, at least your spouse has access to the information they need to get access to uh, financial information. Yeah, that's a good point on the passwords. You know, you never think you're going to die and, you know, you, you that's something I'll do someday and you never do it. And you know, we yeah, I get around to it. It can happen. It's you, like uh, everything else. Let's talk, Bob, a little bit about hiring the lawyer. I mean, I wouldn't mm-hmm. know the first place. I, I'd, you know, probably have to just Google somebody in the first the second name that popped up that had a, a couple of uh, glowing reviews that may or may not be real. Uh, would be the people I call. Is there any way to like try to hone down, um, you know, who is really a, a good estate planning attorney that specializes in it? That's and- a that's a great question, and it's and in this the day and age we live in today, everybody the first thing they do is they go to the internet, and whoever has the nicest website or what have you seems to be or comes up in the search engines instantly is where we go. One thing we 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 don't talk about on the show here very often is. We work with all kinds of attorneys, estate planning attorneys, elder care, tax attorneys, business attorneys, and you name it. If you need a referral to a good attorney that, you know, somebody like us, a financial planning organization, has worked with for years, call us and I'll be happy to refer you to somebody. But if you don't and you're looking for um, and you, you, know, you kind of want to search on your own, I, I always recommend stick to people who are experts in their field and that's all they focus on if you if you go to a website of an attorney and they tr- they, they have about 58 areas of expertise and two partners at the firm and they might be spreading the intellectual knowledge a little thin there you right. want to get a if you're especially if your situation's more complicated uh you want to stick to people who who generally do one thing and focus on that one one thing um i think that's that's really important in a, in a world we live in a world of experts today um, gone are the, are the days where you had the jacks of all trades where people could handle a number of different things. And yes, some attorneys can handle a few different disciplines. Uh, but when it comes to estate planning in more complicated settings, um, you got to be careful, um, especially on the elder care side when you're, you know, trying to protect assets from, uh, you know, protect assets from, you know, for, for, for your heirs, those types of things. That can get really technical, special needs situations where, you know, you may have a child that has, uh, um, has uh, you know, has uh, it, uh, physical or mental issues that could be a challenge. But you got to be really careful in, in those specific, specific situations. If you're, 
you know, if you if your situation is very simple or what have you, and where a simple will may suffice, then ge- then you could probably turn to a generalist in that area where they can help you on that front. The more complicated your situation, the more you want to migrate toward um, specific uh, people with specific uh, talents right. and expertise, if you will. Bob, I imagine the cost, uh, the legal cost, and the, uh, probably varies wildly. No, oh, it does. On, yeah, on who you call so. or where, or where you go, right? Or where you go, um, you know, you go to Boston to hire an attorney to do an estate plan. You're going to pay through the nose. Uh, you come out here to Worcester, you're going to pay a little bit less. You know, for the same quality of work, in in in, in my opinion. Right. Um, so it depends on where you live, what your needs are, uh, and that sort of thing. I know it's you probably like charged on an hourly basis, but uh, is there any ballpark? Like, what what would somebody? And I, and I suppose it depends oh, on their it situation. It really does. Too, yeah, it really does. Uh, attorneys are all over the map in terms of you know hourlies, hourly fees, and project base. I would I wouldn't even want to go there because I don't want to create any false expectations. Uh, you know, call around and and ask people what they generally charge to do the work and. And, uh, and, and go from there. But remember, if you need an expert and somebody that's really good in what they do, you're, you're going to pay more than if you go to a generalist. But there's a reason you pay more to go to an expert because you may need it. Right. Yeah, depending on your situation, if it's complicated, yeah, that's more time. It's, uh, yeah, it's something to think about, Bob, as you mentioned, not probably the, the first thing you want to consider uh, Right. It's your own mortality. No, but. it's not. And one, one thing I'd like to add to that, too, is, you know, with a lot of people moving around these days, John, out of state, if, you, if you're planning on moving out of state, you know, say Florida or wherever, make sure you talk to an attorney where you go, um, because where you live ultimately dictates um, the, the estate rules and laws in that, in that state. So what you set up here in Massachusetts may not work in another state. You may have some issues. So... You want to find that. A lot of people don't do that, and you can run into real issues. Uh, Thank you for joining us today on our Financial Fridays podcast. I hope you found the information useful, and if so, feel free to share this podcast with people who may benefit from the topics discussed. Subscribe by visiting our website at financialfridays.com.